the nerds take over. Us? Huh? Welcome to Nervals episode 167. This week we are going to be discussing the top 10 movies of 2016 and Disney's dominance in the box office. And do you think anyone will actually be able to uh, uproot them or. Uh, no, because they own everything. They, uh, well, sort of. They don't own all of uh, DC, but. They own you somehow. There's a, they've sure owned me since <laughs> way before I had a kid. So uh, we'll go through the top 10. Uh, with domestically and with the uh, worldwide, and then we will uh, discuss. What about in the galaxy? Well, the only one in the galaxy that matters is Star Wars. So there. So, anyway, again, owned by Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, number one domestically is Finding Dory. It's four hundred eighty-six million. Rogue One comes in at number two with four hundred seventy-seven million. Captain America: Civil War is at four hundred eight. Uh, the Secret Life of Pets is number four with three hundred sixty-eight million. The Jungle Book is number five with three hundred and sixty-four. Coming at six is Deadpool with three hundred sixty-three. Seven is Zootopia. Zootopia with three hundred forty-one million. That's the that new one that's coming out. The right? Zuzu, that's part two. The Zootopia. Uh, number eight is Batman vs Superman with three hundred thirty million. Number nine is Suicide Squad with three hundred twenty-five million. Doctor Strange is at two hundred and thirty. For number 10, worldwide, Captain America comes in at number one with 1,153,000,000. Mil- 1, Finding Dory is number two with 1,027,000,000. Number three is Zootopia with 1,023,000,000. Uh, number four is Jungle Book with 966,000,000. Number five is Rogue One with nine, excuse me, with 914,000,000. The Secret Life of Pets is number six with 875,000,000. Batman vs. Superman is number seven with eight hundred and seventy-three million. Number eight is Fantastic Beast at seven hundred and ninety-four million. Number nine is Deadpool with seven hundred eighty-three million, and Suicide Squad is number ten with seven hundred forty-five million. Are we? Is anybody surprised by any of these numbers? No, Zootopia. Really. Zootopia being number three worldwide. <clears throat> yeah, number four domestically. I mean, look at when you look at this top ten, even. Just uh, worldwide, Disney has the top five spots. They have, and the, they have five of the top ten with Doctor Strange at uh, number eleven with six hundred fifty-eight bill or million worldwide. And then Moana at fifteen. So yeah, and then Moana at fifteen, which did four hundred fifty million. They've, I mean. I know they have a lot of properties with the thing. Marvel. You spread, it, you spread it really thin. or Well, I guess you could say you spread it really thin. I mean, they, they owned a large number of properties, a large number of properties that have huge fan bases from either earlier movies in the source of something like Star Wars yeah. or Marvel being an, an entity that exists. And then obviously they still have Disney. They have Pixar that has always turned in films that have a, a brand recognition, a quality recognition that do well and when you own everything, it's easy for all of that to be number one. Are you surprised that Batman vs. Superman's in the top ten, both domestically and worldwide? No, a lot of people went to see it. Nobody, I don't know if anyone liked it. It's up for a lot of Razzie Awards, by the way. Yeah. Well, it's like I said last time. Was that people saw it because they thought it was going to be good, and then they said, oh, well, this sucks. Critical is different than financial. Do you think that the numbers, seeing how how high the numbers are, are going to affect or 
make DC slash Warner Brothers make no decision or make no changes to the way that they're doing their films? It already has. They're still keeping Zack Snyder on to do the Justice League. Well, that was too late. You had already started. I mean, they made mention that they were doing a whole different, you know, change up in the higher ups and the execs and things like that. Well, yeah, Jeff the, from what on. they kind of have said, though, it's Justice League is the final thing that Snyder will be have like a direct, direct hand in. It seems like, you know, unless they go full mm-hmm. reversal again, if Justice League comes out and it makes a gajillion zillion dollars, then you're like, oh, you know what, he's fine. It's, <laughs> I, I think, instead of talking. It, it, you talk about surprises. The thing for me, we were talking about the fact that Rogue One is number two domestically, but its opening weekend was behind Civil War and Batman versus Superman. It was number uh-huh. three for the for the year in terms of domestic opening for 2016. But I think also for Rogue One, it was a lot of what like Chris was worried about. A lot of people were like, well, I don't want to see it because it might be bad. But then everybody said it was good, so then that's yeah. when it started picking up. It didn't have that same... It still did $100 million its first weekend. It did 155 Yeah. But yeah, Civil no, War did 179 and Batman vs. Superman did 166 And Batman vs. Superman did 166 on a movie that was two and a half hours long. Which was also in March, wasn't it? Or yeah. April. March. It's just, March. My surprise to me is that Rogue One being behind some of those other films and people after the first weekend are like, well, it's not going to do as well as people thought they did. And now it's already at 477 <laughs> It's at nine fourteen worldwide, so yeah. it's almost no, the rate to hit a yeah, billion. This was just the two. The this is the total gross here for yeah, there. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Force Awakens did nine thirty six. Right. I in, mean, in the United States, so it's probably not going to reach that. No, and but I, it has it has more legs than I think people would give, would give it credit for originally, because yes. again, it's as now it's outpacing Civil War. Right. And Civil War had twenty million dollars. One eighty to one fifty. It also has yeah. Like, it had twenty. It had twenty five million dollars more in its first weekend going for it. And it also had less theaters than Civil War. Yeah. So that was the kind of one that I, I and I'm happy to see it. It's a good success story. Yeah. Zootopia so being on there was bizarre. I'm surprised it had less. Secret Life of Pets. Too. It's almost like a hundred less. Huh. It's also the time. Yeah, that's not that. It's not that significant. Things like that. Hmm. Again, it's not the hundred is not that significant. Like, no. If it was in fifteen to twenty thousand theaters less, yeah, you know, in terms of screens, pure screens, then I would say, okay, there's there's definitely something to say there where every showing is sold sold out versus Captain America maybe only had half showings or whatever, right? But um, we talked about Disney's dominance when we were talking about Rogue One, the fact that they would have had what did we say it was like twenty three of the fifty two weekends if they yeah. had won because they did they actually lost to Sing the weekend of Christmas, which mm-hmm. I thought was a shock. Uh, but they were number one the next week. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Rogue Sing One was, was number one, wasn't it? Sing was number one. I could have sworn it said it was number one. Nope. Because they ended up with 22. It was 22 of the 52 weeks of the year. Oh. Or opening weekends. Or, yeah, 22 of the 52 weekends of the year, Disney had a, Disney had a number one film. There's, there's stuff you forget in there, too. Deadpool, Jungle Book. Right. I mean, stuff that we know were big films, but you almost forget. Like, oh, my God, yeah, that was February. That was March. Yeah. yeah. You know, what, what was Jungle Book's opening date? Something, March something? Somewhere around uh, there. It was, yeah, it was like... Yeah, uh, it was April, I think. Maybe beginning of April. Was it after Batman vs. Superman? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I believe it was. I think it was Batman vs. Superman April. was March 25th. Huh. But, I mean, it's just, it's really weird to see that, um... I mean, I, I know that you... It's weird to see nowadays that you see... 
for a worldwide to for the whole year, a cartoon being number two and getting over a billion dollars. Oh, I, don't I mean, it's so. Finding Dory. But no, Zootop- not, not with that. Zootopia is more of the surprise to me. Yeah, no, Finding Dory is not a surprise to me at all. I mean, Dory was huge. Yeah. Finding Dory is the 20th highest growing grossing weekend in North America. And that movie's what, 10 years old? Mm-hmm. Finding Dory? Finding yeah, Nemo. the original fi- Finding Nemo. Oh, I'm sorry. That is Finding Dory. I apologize. That's the 20th. There we go. <laughs> You're right. I was, I was thinking of Finding Nemo. Now, Secret, Finding Secret Dory. Life of Pets is 30, has the 36th largest opening in North America. Jungle Book was 415, so it was April 15th. Okay. Yeah. And it did just a little bit more than X-Men The Last Stand. Are you surprised <laughs> that Fantastic Beast is not higher? Being Harry Potter and with no, the Harry... No, because I think a lot of Harry Potter fans didn't go see it. Yeah. Which yeah. they kind of... Because there's no Harry Potter... Like, yeah. There's no, mis- there's no Mr. Potter. Do you think that... And also, I don't think you can understand the main character. Because he talks like <laughs> So quiet. It was a good movie. I, I like. it. No, that. I want to go see it. It was just kind of funny. I, there's a lot of people that I know who are Harry Potter fans that were still sort of like... Yeah, I don't really care one way or the other whether mm. I go see that. Fifty Shades of Grey it, it made more money than Doctor Strange. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, wow. By less than 85058, in terms of an opening weekend, 85058 yeah. and 50 Shades was 8. Okay, so what do you think about people that are saying that Doctor Strange is now the beginning of the end for Marvel? The beginning of the end? Because it, it didn't did 230 do... million dollars locally, or 231, really? Yeah, it didn't do a billion yeah, dollars. Beginning of the end for Marvel when well, what was their Guardians? next movie going to be like. Guardians did like 600 million or something. I mean, it was. It was like it yeah, was, but a hundred million of it was yours. <laughs> that is true. What was Thor? Thor is uh, one of the ones towards the bottom. Thor: Dark World is towards the bottom. Yeah. I mean, it, they. I don't think, I, I don't think Doctor Strange is. It's about where Doc, where Thor. Or Thor I don't. Dark yeah. World well, is. that's the thing is they also. I don't think they thought it was going to be. Yeah. Hey, this movie's going to outpace everything except the Avengers and Captain America. I mean, your Iron Man films are big. Your Cap films are big. Your Avengers bigger. Bill films are big. It's everything also, else. Outside of Guardians is in a nice little bubble, bubble that they that, that look. I don't think they lost any money on it. No, no. I mean, I don't think anyone at Disney's going. Man, two hundred thirty million dollars, and uh, we just we lost the shirt with that one. Well, I mean, I mean, it's not a cheap film. Three mil, three three films they did <laughs> over a billion, you know, a billion dollars each. So worldwide, you know, yeah. I, at I, I least, yeah, at least three films. But that's the thing is, I think also Doctor Strange was that one character that a lot of people didn't know. So it's like me. I didn't see the film because it's like, I don't know anything about Doctor Strange. It didn't interest me. Here's the great me. thing. In the movie, they tell you. Oh, do they? Yeah. <laughs> nuts. But it didn't have, it didn't no, have a it was, tree or a talking raccoon that would kind of get people excited, kids excited about it. And so now mm-hmm. they killed the tree and made it a baby. <laughs> <laughs> to get Which even more kids. Make it even more adorable for kids. Um... But what if, what about what everybody was saying throughout 2016 about Deadpool is now the new way superhero movies are going to have to go? That rated have to? R. Who's saying that? That's what a lot of people. No, were no one to said say. have to. You can, but no one said have to, because if you have to, then the only way you would ever say have to is if Batman versus Superman and Civil War didn't both make a billion fucking dollars all over the world. Right. Again, Civil War made what three times as much money as Deadpool. Oh, on a whole. Yeah. So it's you can, and you can build that niche, and you can be successful. Yeah. But there's no need to do it if everything else fails. You got to a point where action movies, where that you had that run of action movies that were super campy, 
and they didn't take themselves seriously. Right. You, know, you had the 80s, which were cheesy, but they took themselves seriously. And then you get those 90s, and it's all a farce. Yeah. And then it got to a point where all of those diminished returns. And then something like Saving Private Ryan comes out, which is a heady film that is also an action film. Like, you know what? If we start doing action films like this, mm-hmm. we may be able to make our money back. And so you saw that switch because that parody of The Last Action Hero, which is a parody of action films that they started to get to, every single one of them was failing. Right. And they couldn't find that sweet spot anymore. So that's a point where you say, we have to change the way action films are being made because none of them are successful. Teen films. We have to look at the way that these stupid tween book-to-movie things are being filmed because outside of two franchises, nobody's going to see these. No one's going to see these. You have Mrs. Peregrine's failed. You have that was a bad movie. You know, that's yeah. what I mean. The, the movies that they're making from this source material, the first two Divergence, is were okay. no, but they no, but they're failing. Divergent yeah. made a lot of money. The second Divergent didn't make a lot of money, and the third Divergent was a loss. You had Harry Potter, Twilight. You have Harry Potter and, and you have Hunger Twilight and Hunger Games, and even then, Twilight is huge diminished returns as you get towards the end. That's just because it was a bad book. But that's bad that's movie. what I'm saying. There's a point where you look at something in terms of that subgenre. And studios have to be telling themselves, we have to do this differently because none of these are clicking the way that we think they're going to click. Right. And huge uh, book series that are failing on the screen. I mean, obviously, no, no book series in history is going to be as big as Harry Potter. The, the only thing that's ever sold, outsold Harry Potter is the Bible. Lord so, of the Rings. No, no. You, no, 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 as a book, as okay, a book, no, t- as I a book series, novels, so. yeah, <laughs> there's the Bible, and then there's the wizard, and that's it, maybe it's the same thing, Harry Potter is the, the Bible. wizard Jesus, wizard that's, Jesus. A, that's the next You're Harry Potter, Jesus. Harry Potter uh, and the Bible, yeah, that, that's what they're gonna do, <laughs> it's actually gonna be Harry Potter and the Quran, <laughs> and the what, and the Quran, and the, the Quran, 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 yeah, yes, for, yeah, for yeah, Americans, it's, the Quran, the Quran, the Quran. Yeah, don't don't argue with Sleeper Cell about how it's hey, pronounced. Hey. I'm not Muslim. I'm just well educated. Okay, <laughs> I'm not Muslim. I just, I just play just one look on like TV. One. I just play one on TV. Um, no, seriously though, Disney. I mean, for the past, I mean, Disney's always had at least one or two, three movies in the top ten almost every year. Um, but then buying Marvel, buying. Lucasfilm, obvi- and buying Pixar. Obviously, anytime one of those movies comes out, it's going to make a billion dollars, or you know, close to it. Or you put out three Marvel films, and within that three that year, you get almost a billion dollars through the three of them. Okay, hold on. So Doctor Strange. Oh, I hate this because Box Office Mojo puts every film that's based on a Marvel property. So you have, in terms of box office, in terms of gross, and I believe this has to be domestic. Avengers, Age of Ultron, Iron Man 3, Civil War. Iron Man 3's made more than Civil War. Uh, Guardians. So one, two, three, four. Guardians is fifth. At two, at two, or 333, excuse me. Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and then Doctor Strange. So Uh, Doctor Strange is in the top ten? In terms of the films that they have produced, yes. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight. It's nine. Uh, Thor: Dark World would be ten. Thor's eleven. Ant Man is twelve. Wow. Captain America would be thirteen. God, there's a lot of Marvel films. Yeah, uh, Incredible Hulk is fourteen. I believe that's the final one. That's the final one I'm seeing. 
So there's been 14, there's Marvel, 14 films? Marvel films. That's about right. So, I'm yeah. surprised that I'm surprised that Doctor Strange and Thor: Dark World did more than Thor. But the the flip. Okay, so Doctor Strange is at two thirty. Might as well call it two thirty one. It's two thirty nine twenty. So let's say it's two hundred thirty one million dollars domestically. Captain America: Winter Soldier is two sixty. So it's wow. another thirty million dollars. And then Iron Man is three twelve. Excuse me, Iron Man two is three twelve. Iron Man is three eighteen. Guardians of the Galaxy is three thirty three. And some change. What do you think uh, made in terms of based on a Marvel property? The shocking one is so you got Avengers: Age of Ultron. Or you got Avengers, Avengers Two, Iron Man Three, Captain America, Spider Man, the original Spider Man, four hundred and three million dollars for a film that's what twenty years old. That's a lot of money back then. Not twenty. It's all. It's uh, two thousand two. Uh, yeah, two thousand two. Almost twenty. Yeah. Uh, oh, Spider Man Two, Deadpool. I mean, look. If Deadpool was produced by Marvel, it would be fifth. Wow. Spider-Man 3, that somehow made $336 million. And then Guardians, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man, Cap, X-Men Last Stand, which is still the top money getter for X-Men, which is just amazing. blows my brains off. Days of Future Past, Doctor Strange. They throw in Big Hero 6, tangentially a Marvel product. X2 and the Thor Dark World, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Thor, Ant-Man, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, Captain America... X-Men, X-Men Apocalypse, Fantastic Four, X-Men First Class, Incredible Hulk, Wolverine. The First Universal Class is that Hulk. far down? Yep. Uh, 146-406. Wow. Uh, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Ghost Rider, Daredevil, Blade 2, Blade, Fantastic Four, the one released in 2015, Blade Trinity, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, Punisher, Elektra, Howard the Duck, Punisher War Journal, or War Zone, excuse me, and the Man-Thing not available. <laughs> 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 oh my God, the Punisher was on like... The original? Yeah. Uh, no, not not the Dolph Lundgren one, but uh, the, the Tom, Jane. Tom Jane and John Travolta. God, I love him as the Punisher, though. He's so good. But everything around that movie is oh, yeah. so dumb. John Travolta is terrible. It's, he's horrible. Remember Fort Lauderdale? What? That's the one where he's at the beach and they kill his entire family. They kill him. every single person that has ever <laughs> interacted with him in any way. And his son happens to give him the shirt. Which is, yeah. A, as a huge Punisher fan, that was the worst that was the, moving it to Florida for some reason was my number one complaint. My number two complaint was taking away the the personal nature of his loss by just putting it so in, into such a, an absurd yeah. sort of action. I mean, to kill 135 people <laughs> in a in a in a, in a reunion <laughs> instead of that. You know, Are what, they what in the Bahamas or something when they did? No, it? they're in Florida. Was it in Florida? Yeah. So the whole thing uh, just took it takes place in Tampa Bay, I think. Okay, I think it's Tampa Bay. I just remember the opening of the film, Tampa Bay. Like, oh, what are you doing? He's yeah, he's a DEA agent. Yeah, and it was just oh, it was terrible. One of the things, you, what do you, what do we love about um, the dare, the second season of Daredevil with him? That moment when he's with him and he's explaining about his daughter, mm-hmm. and you know, I shouldn't have a favorite, but I have a favorite. It's so personal. It's so you yeah. just. You, your heart breaks. Whereas the guy goes, so John Travolta killed 832 of my closest relatives. You're like, this is stupid. Yeah. It doesn't work at all. See, Disney needs to, oh, I guess Disney died, did buy back Punisher. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> Disney needs to buy back Punisher. Wait. That's the one that had uh, Kevin Nash and it does the Russian. 
Uh, was Kevin Nash the Russian in it? Yeah, he was. That scene is still great. I mean, it's dumb in that film, but it's still a great scene. Yeah. In terms of an action sequence. But the but end he, is... He, the, he looked like the character. The, so, the, the stupid thing that I can't, I can't stand with it is... It's like the Punisher is sitting there for 45 minutes and does absolutely nothing uh-huh. to John Travolta's character. Except this weird, like, trying to set it up where he... He's... He... He... Uh, frames... Travolta's first lieutenant (laughs) for sleeping with his wife, even though he's gay, and then he kills the lieutenant, and then he kills the wife, and then the Punisher's like, okay, goes into the building, kills 100 people, (laughs) murders John Travolta's character, and then blows up a whole bunch of cars for no reason. You actually sat down and watched the whole thing again? Well, I've seen it. No, I didn't didn't watch the whole thing. It was like the second half as I was... uh, (laughs) As I was finishing, like, putting away Christmas stuff. But I'm just looking at it and going... Oh my god, I forgot how so dumb this is. Because it was so anti-Punisher. You have this, the, the War Zone, which isn't a great film either, but at least the Punisher is more like the Punisher that you would expect him sure, to be. Sure, sure. Where the whole film, he's just killing bad guys. Yeah. He's just going from one, I go here, I go here, I go here, I'm killing people. He knows exactly where John Travolta is in this building, right? <laughs> and then all of and there's nothing saying he doesn't. He, all the equipment he uses, he already had. But then John he's not waiting even, like on TV and stuff at one point. Yeah, he he doesn't he doesn't wait until to get you know the the super MacGuffin at the Gen- New Avengers headquarters, Mister Ant Man. <laughs> you know, it's at least in there they're like, well, we can go after Cross in the building, right. except we need something in order to do it. So that's what keeps that film propelled. Here, there's, he uses nothing. All the explosives, the bow and arrow that he uses for one kill. Yeah. Makes this big deal. You know, you see him, like, strap it, and he's putting the thing. It goes all Rambo to make it. Walks in the building. Thunk, kills him. Puts it down. Picks up the M203 and <laughs> runs up the building and starts shooting everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. It's so, and it's such a waste of Thomas Jane. He was so good. Still one of my favorite memes to come from that movie. Was <laughs> Mother Rush? What's the bottom saying? Waldo finds you. Waldo finds you. <laughs> Kevin yeah. Nash. <laughs> yeah. He's got the red and, red and white so What was the name of that character? I always forget. It's just the Russian. Is it just the Russian? It's just the Russian. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just Mother Russia. Russia. Waldo, Waldo finds, finds you. you. <laughs> um, and yeah, that scene was all but taken from Steve Dillon's great But you, I mean, work. you're bringing this up with the, the Punisher things like that. When I'm watching the DC films... You know, Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> it feels like it feels so it's similar to like what we're describing here with the the Punisher. It's absurd in ways. I'll watch the Punisher over any DC film. <laughs> well, except for the Batman films, but well, the weird thing. Well, you mean the Zack Snyder verse? Yeah. Um, the DC Cinematic Universe. Yeah. 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 It, it. I have only seen one. I've, I still have only seen Man of Steel. You've only seen Man of Steel. I've seen Man of Steel and Suicide Squad. I've seen all three of them. You've seen all three of them. Where'd I've you seen go a... see Suicide Squad. I watched it here on the Cody. Oh, uh, that's right. So we announced to the world that Rich steals stuff. I don't. <laughs> as much money as I put into these. Films, oh, shut up! And going to them. Shut up! You can you can justify it all you want. You're stealing them. I'm not. You are. Don't well, Cody does it for me. No, no having the Cody I, system. I'm not. And you I know you it. know you are actively participating in piracy. And you know it, and just admit it, and be done with it. Okay, I'm a pirate. Yep, there you go. <laughs> well, you That's what he wanted all along. <laughs> just set that one right up, didn't I? <laughs> and the great thing with it is that probably means that someday... <laughs> FBI, sir. Hey, someone does listen to our show! 
As long as the NSA is listening to us, that counts as a listen, right? <laughs> well, I think unfortunately we talked about Muslims earlier. Yeah. So. <laughs> We've got sleeper. So, NSA is well, let's, already Let's listening. do a couple of things. Sleeper cell. <laughs> Donald Trump's like, these guys. Get them. Get them. They loses. <laughs> get them. Um, what does DC have to do to be number one for a year? To take to take a number one. It needs home. to buy Marvel <laughs> and Star Wars. It doesn't it even needs if, to sell even itself if they were to Disney. Even if they were to have the number one film, they wouldn't win the year. You don't think so? No. Look at Marvel has or uh, Disney has six major films in every year. Two Marvel films, two Disney films, a Star Wars film, and a Pixar film yeah. every year. Does for, Dis- like, the next four or five years. Does DC And they're have doing anything? these live-action ones that people are going to see. Beauty and the Beast. You've got Beauty and the Beast. You have... Um, Little uh, Mermaid's uh, being produced. Little Mermaid. What's the other one we were talking about? Aladdin. Aladdin. That was the one I was thinking of. You know, Aladdin, you have these, these, these films that are big. You've got Pixar's doing Incredibles 2. They're doing what looks to be the most bizarre Cars film ever. You also have Pirates 5. Yep. Well, New Toy Story. Pirates, well... Pirates Four is really a big one. I mean, that, that's the, that's going to be an interesting film to see how little it does, if it does, or if it right. can bounce back after Pirates Four. Because the great this there's this ad online for um, was it Angel Vid or something? Yeah, it's one of these these cut. You know, they take the films and then they cut it so that it's safe for parents to mm-hmm. let your kid watch Deadpool for two minutes. Right. Um, but <laughs> in their ad, it, it's this it's this. Very clever, if not exactly accurate, ad as to sign the petition that they can still exist because, as Ralph Garman put it on Kevin and Bean, movies are suing them. Every movie in existence is suing them to have them stop altering their content. But in it, they say, they, they basically put it like, and just remember, we're not pirates. We're cutting films. Pirates 2, 3, and 4 came from Disney. I mean, they, they mentioned it like three <laughs> times, talking about how bad Pirates 2 through 4 are. Like, who's the bad guy here? The people that are trying to make movies safe for young children – that, that parents can, can put their children in front of and be able to watch, or the studio that gave you Pirates 2 through 4. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's Pirates hilarious. Pirates 3 wasn't bad. 4, uh... 3 was long. 3 was long. Pirate, I, uh, Pirates 2 isn't that bad. Pirates 3 is not terrible by any means. The problem Pirates 4 I've only seen once and never had anything in it that makes me want to see 5. The, well, old, the, or four, the, old, the only thing in 5 that really makes me want to see is Javier Bardem. Will you say this to him? Please. <laughs> I, I can't, his voice is just so good. Yeah. Do you know well, this Pirate? The the problem yeah, with two and three were that you say this, they made one and they had no intention of doing two and three or didn't think they were going to do two and three That's and then the they for anything then though. they rushed instead of doing it where it's just each film being an individual story they rushed into said no we got to make this into a a trilogy so you know we need we need it's not to, really a trilogy it's a single film and then a duology <laughs> just happens to have Barbosa in the, well Barbosa isn't even in the second one until the very end right which I still that ending is so cool I give that movie way more credit than it's worth. Because I'm like, oh, that ending was so good. It's like him going, I was like, oh! And that's before the internet ruined everything. Yeah. Um, Spoiler, six weeks before the movie, Barbosa comes down the steps at the end. Gonna see it. So good. Hashtag awesome. Five should be interesting. I'm excited to see it. But but when you put that with the rest of the movies that Disney has coming out for that year, you're talking, yeah. Disney has at least seven you movies. Have six coming. or seven films every year that Disney ends up right. owning and making huge. And the fact that they even had Zootopia. Yeah. They Zootopia don't even know that Disney has Zootopia. And Zootopia, 
It was you a loved Zootopia. Zootopia. <laughs> it was a good movie. I enjoyed Zootopia. it. Zootopia. Arabella and I sat here and watched Zootopia. it one night, and it was really good. I liked it. Yeah, that's a good one. My friend Rick had a very interesting criticism of that film. What? Oh, see, it's basically a film about. Uh, this is a film that gets you to try and break out of the habit of assigning people with stereotypes, which is what the and then everybody in it is a stereotype. Oh, totally. Even the good people are stereotypes. And then afterwards, but also I love that film. <laughs> it was it was an, it was one of those things like you're 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 kind of taking these things apart piece by piece. Unfortunately, now as an audience, we we just can't accept the fact that maybe movies are just good and we can enjoy them, and that's okay. That's the problem with critiquing anything. Yeah. yeah. To the, in I mean, you get, you get to the point where you critique stuff because it is really bad. Like, I, I still hold that my critiques of Iron Man 2 and 3 are valid because as a whole film, it just falls apart completely. Hmm. There are pieces in Rogue One that you can kind of pick and choose at, but as a whole film, I think it's fantastic. Critiquing right. within a group of your own direct friends, you don't get so enthralled and in in-depth arguments unless you guys as a group are a huge... Critiquing guardians. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, we always agree. But on, on the internet, everybody rants and raves for yeah. hours on end. But everybody does that on massive... purpose too. Yeah, but I mean, that I don't takes know. everybody fun... does it on purpose. But that takes but yeah. the fun out of any movie. Um, how yeah, many... here, I mean, we can bust each other's chops, but it's just kind of the end of it. You know, it's just I'm not sitting here going, <laughs> except oh, for guardians. Except for guardians. <laughs> You're dead <laughs> wrong. No, uh, see, the the, what, the the problem he has with guardians is the end of it. Well, I have the it's problem true. with that too, but. I don't complain about it like Chris. I don't bring it up all Chris the time. Chris likes to complain no. about it mostly just to chop, bust yeah. my chops. Well, yeah. No, that's not. One of my favorite moments, I think it's this year, was when I was complaining about it. And it was one of the times that Mikey was on this show. And you turned to him to support you. And you're like, didn't you think it was a night? And Mikey's like, no, it was fucking stupid. And it ruins the whole movie. And your eyes got as big as dinner plates. Like, ah, no, he's supposed to be on my side. <laughs> um, of the top ten movies domestically, how many did you see? Chris, uh, probably not as much as people would think because I didn't see Zootopia. You didn't see Let's Secret see. Life. I didn't see Secret Life of Pets. I didn't see, see Zootopia. Batman. I didn't see Batman. I didn't see Suicide Squad. So one, two, three, four, five, six. So I'm just over fifty percent. Mikey, Ethan, how about you? Well, Ethan saw two, I think. No, oddly enough, I think I saw more That's of you. More than <laughs> you of you may have 10. at this point. Mikey, uh, how many did you see? Six domestic. Yeah, six then with me as well. Six. There we go. Uh, I think I'm probably the only one that saw all ten. <laughs> well, there's yeah, two I on saw, there. I saw all ten. There's well, but, uh, so that helps. Yeah, but he didn't take a child to go see Suicide Squad. No, that wasn't the reasoning. Life of pets. Yeah. Like, she went and saw it. <laughs> I know, but that wasn't the reason you went. Um, no, that was the reason. Outside of those two, the two DC films, there wasn't. You know, the other two that I didn't see. Uh, I would have, I would have seen. I thought they both looked kind of interesting, just in terms of time. There's a lot of movies I wanted to see. Yeah, but also Zootopia, I didn't see in the theater. I saw it. Yeah, but you still see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Secret Life of Pets was of my of the top ten. Well, no, I can't say that because it was better than Batman vs Superman. Uh, Suicide Squad. See, and the bad thing is with both Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad, they're extended editions. Help make those movies better. Yeah, but I and again, again, you can't you spray paint. Have. You can't spray paint a big steaming pile of dog shit and expect it not to smell anymore. Right. You can spray paint it gold as much as you want. Well, it still it'll, stinks. It'll smell like spray paint. It'll smell like spray paint and shit, which is probably worse. <laughs> so, I mean, I've heard people say that, but most of the people I know that 
after they've heard that and go and watch it, turn around and tell the person that told them that, that they're completely wrong. Right. It's Oh, it helps explain it better, but it doesn't make it better. I mean, you can explain a bad movie better, but it doesn't mean that it's better. Again, where we've had this argument, if, if you need the director's cut to explain your film, right. you failed as a film. And that's one of the things they said with Rogue One was that yeah. those the scenes that you don't see in the from the trailer don't uh, that one article that you you said yeah yeah they don't they don't explain anything else it's just an alternate piece right it's just mm-hmm. a, it's just an alternate kind of where the action takes place they seem to confirm that originally in Scarif they were in two different places in terms of Rogue One and that they had to cross the breach and then when they just looked at it again in terms of editing going we can cut all that we don't need yeah. that mm-hmm. that doesn't change the 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 base of, doesn't explain anything you know it doesn't over explain or under explain anything whereas with Batman with versus other. Superman and Suicide Squad because Suicide Squad explains Harley the extended version explains Harley's character so much I more I don't see why you needed more explanation of what her character is yeah. it gives you most more, people are going there already knowing who Harley is already but so. it, but it go it gives you more of the Harlequin of you know you you get more of her but again uh, the dark, in terms Dr. of Harley Quinzel yes, yes. but in terms I mean does it explain more of anything as why she's doing what That's she's doing that movie a little bit why but to me it, she also, I don't think it can if you don't the have the Joker members a little bit more if you don't have the Joker as the main villain then Harley Harley's uh, motivation is not all that important right. So that's why, like, again, that's where your your film fails as a start. That film, to me, when someone finally, I thought the Joker was the villain. They're like, no, no, Enchantress is the villain. Yeah. And the Joker's barely in it. You just failed. Yes. Like, you failed completely. You had a, a, an amazing opportunity to make a Joker-Harley Suicide Squad movie, mm-hmm. to be able to use the Joker in the second <coughs> Batman film and present it as a new villain to Batman. Not a new villain to Batman, but in terms of... Yeah. The to fact the that cinematic universe. yeah, in terms of well, no, you this is the first time that you would have seen Batman fight the Joker. Yes, but it wouldn't have been the first Joker film. You give people what they want. When you saw Heath Ledger's Joker before he passed away, you're like, well, you don't want him in three because you don't want the Joker in every single Batman film. Right. But you also want more Joker. So what do you do? Here they have the opportunity to make a movie that Suicide Squad with Harley versus the Joker with Harley's past with the Joker mm-hmm. and to make a film that gives everybody what they want, which is another version of the Joker and look at him, he's so amazing. And then you get to no, have he's your damaged. Batman versus Joker film and you give the audiences exactly what they wanted, which is more Joker, but don't give me Batman versus Joker every single time. Right. When you're in a limited space like this in terms of the comics, you know, in 52 issues, Scott Snyder was able to use the Joker in two major storylines. Mm-hmm. But that was it. And he admitted from the start, I can't use the Joker every single time. That's why these people have these huge rogue well, galleries. You, you have to come up he, with different if villains. If you use the Joker every time, he's, not, he's no longer effective. Exactly. But you can use the Joker in other places yes. in order to give the fans what they want. More Joker. You don't want to make it. They've tried Joker books before. It never really works. Right. You have him face off against other heroes, and, and you get him more. But you don't have just the same thing. Everything. Oh, uh, Batman versus Joker. Batman versus Joker. Batman. Versus I was disappointed when I heard that the Joker was going to be in Suicide Squad. I was like, I, I just wanted a cool standalone movie that didn't have any huge major character in it. That could have worked too. In, in terms of what fine. they had, if they if they made the decision, this is our team, and the Joker's going to be in it, then the next decision to me is make the Joker the villain. But see, the problem well, yeah. with these these films is exactly what we were just saying. Is Zack Snyder came out and said, "You know what? If you watch the extended version of Batman versus Superman, you're going <laughs> to like it better. You're going to it's going to explain it more. It does explain it more. It gives you more details. 
it doesn't make it a better film, as no. you were saying, Chris. Suicide Squad's the same thing. It's, it's, it's Dan DiDio's thing about Final Crisis when Grant Morrison wrote it years ago, where he's like, you don't need, you don't, you don't need to read anything else. You just got to read Final Crisis. It's going to be great. This makes no sense. Well, did you read Superman 3D? If you yeah. didn't read it, it doesn't, it doesn't well, make any sense. That's on you. No, it's not. You told us <laughs> the Final Crisis was it. Right. Something where Marvel does really well. With, you, know, you may love or hate the fact that there's two events every year, but the event contained within the event is a, tr- is a true story. Yes. True story is is a story you know in its in its form. It's, it's a story right. from start to finish. It's three acts, whatever. Ancillary pieces can help you enjoy the story even more, mm-hmm. but it's not necessary. Jessica Drew's uh, Spider Woman series through Civil War Two, her relationship with Carol and what Carol asks her to do through the course of this fight that she's having with Tony and the greater Marvel universe as a whole for Ulysses as a character. It's much more nuanced in Jessica trying to prove Carol wrong right? by saying this doesn't work, finds out it works, and still says to Carol, you're wrong. You can't do this. If you read Civil War II and you read this, pieces that are come together very well and it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Read one without the other, perfectly fine. What's well, the same thing? DC is- wasn't doing that. Right. And this is if, – if you're going to cut a film, you already have a cut of a film that's two and a half hours. If it doesn't work as a film, you're telling, no, you've got to watch the three-hour. You mentioned Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings has a two-hour cut. Any of those films has somewhere between a two and two-and-a-half-hour right. cut. And then a four-hour cut, which is far superior if you're immersed into it, if you enjoy mm-hmm. it. It explains little pieces that don't need to be explained. Right. The, the extended cut, you show how the, the, the hobbits, two of them, get the daggers, the rope that uh, – that, What's his face uses that, that Sam uses? Sam uses um, the cloak. The cloaks, the, the all the pieces. You see them get them. Mm-hmm. You don't absolutely need to know that no. because uh, as a film, you can make that cut and it's like, oh, they have daggers now. Okay, we don't really need to know where the heck these things came from. Well, they, they obviously just do. They yeah. didn't have them when they went into the elf forest. Now they have. Yeah, them but it's not. Out. It's 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 something where you can infer it. And this is part of the problem I have with some of the criticism of Good Rogue One. Good storytelling. You is can do that with that inference is there. And where people are telling me in terms of Rogue One, like, oh, the characters don't do this, and there's no characterization, you're not paying attention because right. it's all inferred, and it's very quick, and it's very well done, and it's all through dialogue. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't understand Cassian's backstory. He told you. He lost everything when he was six years old, and he joined the fight immediately. He's been fighting for 20-something years. There's his character. That's why he shoots the guy in Yeah, because he's just like, I'm going to do whatever I can to stop the people that just right. killed my family, my world, my home. Whatever. Which, in a way, but he's not like, different well, than Saul. Exactly. But he, went, he goes down a different path. Yes. And Saul goes down. So there's, there's a lot of little pieces in it that, that I still – I'm contending with people that are telling me there's no characterization in it. There's great characterization in it. Well, it's just it's like just there's a lot of people subtle. going, oh, Krennic just went to Vader to, to, com, you know, to complain about Tark and everything. No, he's, he's summoned. He's summoned. You there. can tell. And he, it's it, in the dialogue. Yeah, you were yeah. not summoned here to grovel. You were summoned here to explain to me what the hell's going on. Yeah. As Vader as basically the de facto head of the Imperial military and also the Emperor's right-hand man would want to know exactly what's going on because this project is huge and Krennic's a big part And of it. it came from your right-hand man. Yeah, so it's just... this this. But if you need that in terms of Batman versus Superman or an extended cut of Suicide Squad or whatever where you're just like, I can't enjoy... If you can't enjoy the regular cut of the film, then the regular cut of the film is flawed and they should right. have just released... And that's where, Just released Batman versus Superman as a three-hour film. And that's what I was saying is if your director immediately after the movie's released has to come out and say that then there's something wrong with it. What does DC do to fix that to be... I, they don't want to be a Marvel film, but how do they get to Marvel numbers? Be a Marvel film. I, 
I mean, there's my a reason biggest, that Doctor Strange biggest, is very similar biggest, to to Iron biggest, Man's origin. My biggest, my biggest, my biggest complaint has always been they were too scared to just admit that Marvel did it right and we're going to clone them, mm-hmm. and it would have been fine. You do Man of Steel, you do. Do you want to mix they it up? Gotten sure. Blowback in the yeah, first but place, if it was successful, it would have yeah. worked. Because again, Man of Steel got mixed reviews, but at least a large number of people seem to like it. Right. Versus, I don't know a single person that enjoyed Batman versus Superman. I don't know a single person personally. I got one guy on my feed <laughs> that loves that film to hell and high water. It was his top film of the year, and I just put back, you know, you, dude, no. What's dude. wrong with you? You didn't even see it. I don't have to. All I have to know is the 86 other people but I you know said it was Bra- terrible. how Brandon, how passionately he was when we were standing in line at, at Comic-Con? When we were, the day we were all going in and he was in line with us, how passionate he was about that film when it, that it, when it came out. What? Batman vs. Superman? Yeah. No, he hates that film. Now? But he was talking about how great... Remember, Ethan, when we were sitting there talking to Brandon about Batman vs. This Superman? year? Yeah. No, he's hated that film since the start. He was so excited to see that movie. Maybe right He would have already seen it. Comic-Con was months after. Yeah. yeah. He, sounded, he sounded like he loved the film. Mm, you guys have your wires crossed. He's never liked that film. Because that was a film he saw. And he said it was, he was early never, in the morning, but... He said he wasn't going to see it again, so... He, was, he's, he didn't go see Suicide Squad because of it. He says, I saw this, and I knew, no, I, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. He looks at he looks at he says, any, Do you think, do any you think DC, that's going said, to... Any DC film... What was this thing? It's like, any DC film under a certain Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic score. Because he's allowing himself... If Wonder Woman comes out... He's not uh-huh. seeing Wonder Woman when it comes out, unless after that first weekend... There's glowing praise from it. Then he'll go see it. He's right. not going to just cut himself off. And kind of the same thing. Like if <laughs> somehow in some alternate universe, Transformers Five comes out, and everyone goes out like, "Man, that was so good. Oh, it was so nuanced <laughs> and well. And it was still. beautiful." And then I was like, "Okay, then I'll go see it." You went and saw but one through four. No, no, I saw four, and I don't that think was I could that see was Transformers yeah. with Mark Wahlberg. That was the end of it. Four, four was four was the break. I was like, you know what? What about GI Joe? Uh, well, I like the second one. You like film. the second one, yeah. First one's trash. And plus, <laughs> we're not getting G.I. Joe 3. I'm sorry. That's never coming out. Um, they'll do G.I. Joe versus ROM before they do G.I. Joe 3. Uh, they may be waiting until their Paramount contract expires and then do G.I. Joe versus Transformers. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that's what they're, they're talking about doing. Well, it? they said they can't at this point. Remember, the guy we talked to at right. Hasbro said they can't do, in terms of cinematically, they can't do G.I. Joe versus Transformers. They can't do Transformers. Because they can't do Transformers the... in there because of their contract with Paramount or something like that, or whatever it was. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it was is they can't do G.I. Joe versus Transformers until a certain point. So they may just be waiting until that that is fulfilled, and then you reboot your entire universe with G.I. Joe versus right. Transformers, which I read G.I. Joe Revolutionaries, whatever, post-Revolutionaries number one, and it is god-awful. <laughs> it just hurts my soul um, so bad. But do because I've heard a lot of people with with Batman. I know we were talking a lot about Batman versus Superman. Where are we ever? Um, but I've heard a lot of people saying that. Well, that one burned me. I'm no longer going to go yeah, see. Yeah, a lot of people because the people that did that were the ones that didn't like Man of Steel. Right. But again, Man of Steel had people that enjoyed it to a certain degree. So if you had done Man of Steel, and then you had done Wonder Woman as its own standalone, and then Batman, and then a Justice League film, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like what Marvel did. Yeah. I think you could have been more successful. You threw all of your yeah. eggs into this basket from the start. The, the, again, even as Marvel started going, let's do Iron Man. Why? Because if we blow Iron Man, it's okay. Yeah. We still have Hulk and Captain America. And it's still That's why they didn't start. Five. Yeah, because it was a great film. Yeah. They found the right people to do it. I mean, even we were sitting there going, 
really the guy from Elf is directing that? <laughs> the Russo brothers, the same thing. Yeah, Russo well, brothers exactly doing, when we say Yeah, it. when there's like the, the, the guys who did the movie about the, the, Siamese, the Siamese twins yeah. with Matt Damon and Joel McKinnon. They're, Joel they're McKinnon, comedy uh, writers. What is it? It was like Greg Kinnear, wasn't it? it was yeah, Greg, Greg Kinnear. I'm starting to remember. And, uh, yeah, Matt and I'm Damon, like, these yeah. guys are doing what? They do comedy. And then that first trailer, I'm like, oh. And especially for me, in terms of at the time, I've kind of, I've come more around with Captain America, watching it more and more. And I think it's helped to see Chris Evans play him in four other films. Yes. That I really enjoy his, his performance in, even though I think he gets the short end of the stick in Avengers. To kind of go back and watch that first one it and was go, the okay. the costume in Avengers. Oh, the costume was so terrible. But No, it's not the costume. It's the fact that even as Captain America, you know, freshly out of the, the ice, but still out of the ice for a while, has to defer to Tony Stark, yeah. to me, is, is the problem. It, I, I, I cannot separate it enough where I'm watching it going, well, they're just doing that because Iron Man, was that was where they started yeah. and it was a huge hit. But again, that's where they started. These guys like, we're going to start with Superman and we sort of got that wrong. Now we're going to do Batman and Superman together and we're going to put the same people that were in charge of a film that didn't seem to be very successful in charge, in charge of, of that. Franchise. Yeah. And you just, wrong people in the wrong places. We see... Conventional and unconventional choices from Marvel. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that they figured out how to get Kenneth Branagh to do a movie about a guy from another world with a hammer. Yeah. A, a mystic god from with a hammer. And he turns it into a, basically a Shakespeare play with a lot of humor in it, not making the main character humorous, mm-hmm. you know, like campy and stupid, but the situation he's in is hilarious. The other characters make that... There's a lot of humor in that film. There's a lot of heroism in that film. There's a lot of... And it has the best villain, and there's a lot of... There's so much nuance in that film. It's great. It's an amazing... Here you go. So Thor worked. Hulk's not bad. Hulk's no. a decent film. So that works. And then Captain America worked. And now when we do Avengers, people are super excited because you've now had five films with Iron Man 2, which was not very good, that... Hey, Ethan backs that one. Was it two or three? It was like one of your favorites. Two. Well, no, they're on. There were on my top list uh, when we did <laughs> both like of them. Top, yeah, when we did that top five like a year or two back. Yeah, but two is two is terrible. Three is better than two, but two is god awful. It goes back to what you were saying earlier. It's an enjoyable film to watch. No, it's not. <laughs> it, really it may is. not make sense. I mean, it's it's a hard film to watch when you realize that right. Gary Shandling as a senator was attacked by bees, and we missed that scene. But, where he just swallowed a whole bunch of them and they attacked him from the inside. But even something like where you you didn't enjoy two or three, if they did an Iron Man four, you would still go to it because you still enjoyed them enough to enjoy the the, the I character. I think it would depend on who was doing it. Yeah. If they told me, hey, the crew from Iron Man 2 is coming back. Eh. Like, Gertie, I might, I'll be honest. I, I might if, if, if Rhodey plays a big deal in it because I love Don Cheadle. Yeah. And I love his portrayal of Rhodey. They're never. They're not going to do Iron Man. Guardians. I mean, too. Iron, you I, wanted to see it. Probably. I said I. I don't hate Guardians. I hate that ending, and right. it affects the rest of that film for me. It's not that I, because I'm in the middle with Guardians. Everyone just assumes that I hate it sure. because everybody else is Ant just Man. You're jerking Ant Man and Wasp. Yeah, and Iron Man was. I saw Ant Man twice in the theater. You haven't been burned enough where you say there's I'm, nothing I've I'm been done. burned on. There's no film that. that, like, even since we're talking about Brandon. Brandon hates Thor Dark World. Yeah. Like, he absolutely hates it. He thinks it's a terrible film, a terrible ending that ruins everything. And I'm like, you're, and we've had this argument, but I enjoyed Thor too. It's do you think great. they do better when they, they don't try to tie him into the other films? What do you mean? 
Well, when they when they try to just make him a standalone movie where they're not trying to get to some Infinity really Gem or something. Dark hard. Dark World did no. The Infinity Gem is there because it's a it's a but the Infinity Gems a MacGuffin in eighteen of the films. Yeah. More films that actually exist. I, I mean, mean, Doctor it's, Strange, it's a MacGuffin, but Doctor it's not Strange, even it's really. A piece, it's a part of the vision. It's the it's the MacGuffin in 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 Guardians. It's been that whole piece. That I I don't have a problem with that. The problem is Malekith is a terrible villain. Yeah. Natalie Portman sleepwalks through the whole film. The fact that George Lucas got her to act more in Episode <laughs> Two than they figured out how to do in Dork World, and then there's a lot dork, of Dork World. Dork yeah. World. There's a lot of like behind the scenes stuff that just whatever. But as long as that film has as much Loki as is in it. Yeah, I'll enjoy it enough. But now, and I look forward Natalie to Ragnarok. Corbin wants to come back. To yeah, because it's not the same director. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. Anthony Hopkins was the same thing. Anthony Hopkins hated working for the guy mm-hmm. who did Thor two, and once someone else said, "I'm going to do Thor three, he was back on board to be a part of it. Right. In in whatever limited degree, but no, nothing from. There is no Marvel film that I go, "Oh my god, that's a piece of crap. I can't stand it." Even Iron Man two, at the very least, that last battle sequence is gorgeous. Yeah. Iron Man three has its ups and downs and its pieces. Um, three's probably I mean three's just as disappointing to me as two and disappointing I think is the best word now, versus something like Man of Steel was disappointing I haven't had anybody tell me anything good enough about Batman versus Superman or Suicide Squad that makes me go oh my god I, I need to see that I still I, I told myself at some point I probably will but I really don't know I mean I'm really just sitting there like I have no desire where something like Zootopia that everyone's told me is fantastic is a movie I want to see yeah um Secret Life of Pets. Secret Life of Pets. I'm pretty sure I could sit through that at one point and be like, oh, this looks kind of cool. This looks kind of interesting. You know, for the number of films but that even, I wanted even, to see but, that I didn't go you see had this even, year. You had even lost Splinter around the time that that movie's out and everything. So the, even animated pets seem to be hard. Oh, yeah. Well, pets is going to be hard. Dog's Purpose, not happening. <laughs> that could be a great movie. I tell you, I'm not going. <laughs> I am not going at all. Not um, going to happen. But... Do any of these other studios have a property? Crying, walking in. <laughs> <laughs> see the, see sure, the poster? Like, I know, but it's for dudes. got a dog. No! <laughs> Do uh, any of these other studios have a property that can dethrone anything that no. Disney puts out? Disney will be number one overall. It'll probably next year. Uh, no independent there's, company. Yeah, there's, there's a little movie next year that I think... Disney might do well with uh, uh, Star Wars, something uh, eight. It's got an eight in it. Yeah, I didn't know Disney was doing independent films. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a small, it's a small production. Um, so have, you've got that, and you've got what? What are the two Marvel films next year? Guardians, Guardians and, and Thor. Is it Thor? Thor's next year, right? Uh-huh. This year. Yeah, this year. This year. Well, we can't keep talking. We're not talking about 2017 yet. Well, yeah, okay. three shows in a row about 2016. Guardians, Thor, and technically Spider Man. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that trailer. So yeah, give me a break. That Spider-Man, I, I would not be shocked to see Spider-Man in Star Wars Episode Eight and Spider-Man be number two. So many people are psyched for that film. Yeah. Like, we can finally get a good Spider-Man film. I'm like, what do you mean finally? Hopefully. I mean, right now, you can think of, you have... I mean, I'm sorry, Spider-Iron Man. Yeah. So we're going to get that, because he's all over. Right now, you have, you have Beauty and the Beast... I'm trying to think of him. In I don't think Beauty and the Beast is going to be. As I, I'm trying to think, think of him is. in chronological chronolo- chronolo- order. I don't know because it's in a weird spot. Releasing in March, March 17th. It's. A, I think it's a it good spot really, for it. But we'll see. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Is that the first spring break though. Yeah, the, I think the, so. the spring the, break's early this year. The first, the first Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Wonderland is an anomaly because it was in that 3D. Oh my God, everything needs to be in yeah. 3D. 
and it was one of those first ones that converted, yeah. and it it made so much money for that. And it's not a bad film. Seven hundred and some million. Yeah, but look what look at Alice two. That, right. that tells you well, that, that was also that what, did that six doesn't years have later, it doesn't five matter. Years later? It, it's the fact right. that that piece again. You have Avatar as the number one film in history. Right. Avatar is the number one film in history, over even the combined box office of Star Wars: A New Hope released three times in theaters. Three yeah, major releases. Star Wars: A New Hope. The original release was like from May to November. Oh yeah, because you didn't you didn't have yeah. Well, we were talking about this at work the other day. The fact that I couldn't find Force Awakens the first week of February last year. Right. Whereas the fourth time that I went to see Jurassic Park was the last week of August yeah. before I went to school, and that film opened in June. Yeah. And even then, now that's an anomaly. Two months later. You know, mm-hmm. you're, you're looking now, even Rogue One in some of the local theaters only is down to a single theater, four showings a day, and that's it. Not all of them. Right. But it's still, well, you, it's you see pieces going they away. They know that getting it out for what was theaters. It? What's that? You find those $3 theaters, then it's in yeah. theaters. Oh, for my God. <laughs> but, then, but, that, but it's I've got more. A bunch of, I've got a bunch of films that I wrote out. I'm like, I'm looking at $3 yeah. theater for this type of stuff. There was a point when DVD and Blu-ray were really big <laughs> that they realized they can make more money Oh yeah. Once it's out of the theaters, oh yeah. Especially for some of these well, movies also that because didn't do that well in the theaters. You're also because your contract with your movie theaters yes. is you, you make your money in the first month, and then that goes away. Right. If you have a huge fifth week, sixth week, seventh week, who cares? That's why movie theaters love Titanic and they loved mm-hmm. Avatar. Movies that made more money in their second weekend than they did in their first. Yeah. That's like, oh hey, we're getting extra money for this. We don't have to sell you forty five dollar popcorn. Um, like Gone with the Wind was in the theaters straight for a year. Yeah. Year and a half. Because again, you so also didn't as, make as uh, many. You, yeah, you didn't make as many films either. Right. And you had your film reel. So if you're sitting there in a movie theater in in a decent sized town, let's say a town something like Thousand Oaks, sixty years ago, uh-huh. a medium, you know, a medium to big sized, your movie theater would have just kept showing it because people still showed up. There was right. no other way to get it. Why were people into books, comic books, and, and, and any any way that they could get? That extra content was because you couldn't just go see the movie again. Sure, you didn't have the movie six months after. Why did Why did the the Marvel um, immediately you know before Empire came out in normal comic book format had it in a collected edition, which was released exactly when the movie came out? Because people went to get it. Because after you went to see the movie, right. you went home and you read it. You're like, I want to see this movie again. Well, I can do it in comic book form mm-hmm. instead, and I can read that whenever I want. I don't have to pay money again to go to the theater or whatever, which is probably what two fifty in 1980. At least, at the very most, yeah, probably like four bucks. At the most, I miss the five dollar matinees. Um, so, I mean, uh, this, uh, you know, we're starting to go over Disney's roster for this year, but it doesn't look like it's going to let up anytime soon. I mean, they're they're still no. talking, and Star Wars movie every year, a Pixar movie every year, two or you've got, three. You've got Star Wars, Marvel, you've got Spider Man, and you've got Guardians. All th- I think those will be your top Thor, three. Cars three. I don't think Cars Three is going to be your top three. I think those three films will be. Year. Yeah, it is. It yeah, is. That, that's that. That's that weird trailer. No, I've seen the trailer. Yeah, it's a dark. I'm wondering. I, I'm wondering if the whole look of the film is going to look like that. Dead? Everybody's crashing. No, I mean just no, that, that more live animation. I don't know. It, it's just it's 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 a, it's such a it's working because I'm like I, now I kind of can't wait to see what the hell this film oh, is. No. Two is a pile of shit. Yeah. This one, I have a feeling. I have a feeling what this one's going to be is such is, an angry man. It's it's 
paints Americans as fucking retards. <laughs> Welcome uh, to moviedom. Abroad. No, I know. Welcome to movie. It just dumb. was so horrible. Guess what? I, the CIA is the bad guy in every single film. I, I, I want I, CIA, the good guys, the movie. <laughs> where it's like, no, we're really trying to protect democracy throughout the world. Boo. Oh, wait. No, they're right. Yay. Go CIA. No, I feel like this one's going to be uh, Lightning McQueen gets hurt and has to go back to Radiator Springs and, you know, almost... Well, what's-his-name is dead, so... Well, yeah. He'll be... He'll be Mater. Paul Newman's character. Yeah. Mater, Mater will be Paul Newman's character. Mater's going to take over. <laughs> it's going to be the Mater It's going to be Larry, Larry the Cable Guy voicing... Uh, I just wonder if he financed that whole movie just to try and make some money. <laughs> Guys, really? Can you do Cars Three? I need um, some cash. He just did. I just. I know he did. He did Jingle All the Way too. Wow. And then there was another Jeez. movie that they did. And oh, he, the classic Jingle All the Way. And he he was. The, Who said you can eat my cookies? I for, oh god, I forget what it is now. But it was another movie that was done and it had somewhat success. And then not they with went, him in it. Yeah. No, 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 not with him in it. At the first one. Yeah. But then they went to do another one. Grown ups too, <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's the star of it now. And it was just like straight to DVD. Raiders of the Lost Ark too. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Cable Guy, <laughs> um, starring Mutt and the Cable Guy. <laughs> the Cable Guy too with Larry. The cable guy. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't do that. Yeah. Oh, that would be. <laughs> but they've already done the Cable Guy too, haven't they? I think so. Did yeah. no? It wasn't with Jim Carrey though. No, no. I think they did. No. That can't no. That can't exist. So. That can't exist. <laughs> God, sounds about right. God help me if that exists. Um, You're gonna watch it now. Oof. No, that's okay. We watched Zootopia, not uh, Zoolander too. Wrapping this up though, we we see a lot of movies like uh, see a cable guy too. La La Land, uh, Manchester by no. the Sea. You know all these movies that are are award show contenders. Cable guy. With are we punch. past the point where they're going to be within the top ten? What do you mean, past the point? In terms of financially? Yeah. They, yes. they, they, we, we've never... You get the rare outlier. That that BS thing that they used to tell you when we were kids, like, well, the movie that makes the most money is the Oscar winner. No. Right. Yeah. Not going to happen. That I mean, it started to come back when you had Titanic, Gladiator, and uh, Return of the King. Yes. Where you had huge box office movies that were also critical darlings. I think. Uh, well, yeah, critical darling, but I would never yeah. consider Return of the King. I was going to say... Uh, a low-lying movie out right. there. Right. No, 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 no. Just in terms of what gets when movies that are nominated for Best Picture, I mean, especially when there was only especially when there was only five nominees, mm. you got to a point. They, they used to tell you that well, if you made a lot of money, you had a good chance of being in it, which I always thought was BS because I was a kid. Like yeah. I've never seen any of these. Right. Then you started to see a movie like Gladiator. You know, number one movie of the year nominated for Best Picture. Titanic, number one movie of the year nominated for Best Picture. Uh, Return of the King, number one movie of the year nominated for Best Picture. Uh, Fellowship, nominated for Best Picture. Big, huge movies. Then when they expand it, then yes, you get uh, Dark, uh, Knight. Dark Knight and you get you know a Pixar film or something that would be in there. But in terms of those five real big contenders, yeah, I don't think you're ever going to – well, not ever. I mean, let me take that back. There's not going to be a point where you see that, that – blockbuster that is also an Oscar contender in, in, I don't think, anytime soon. And that's part of the diversity of film and also the types of things. You're never going to give a chance. Dark Knight is that outlier. And again, they had to expand it to nine nominees because of of it. That was never going to get nominated in the top five. The Budapest Hotel was in the top 20 of movies released that year. Top 20 is different. Yeah. 
And it was an Oscar. Yeah, top twenty is different. You, a, you could probably find even in in the top five. You could probably find American Sniper. Movie. American Sniper was nominated for yes. Best Picture. It was number one film for that year, which is bizarre. Yeah. So there be those pieces that will fit that kind of that kind of you know, and we see big films again that aren't. I mean, the Hurt Locker won mm-hmm. against Avatar, which should have never been nominated because it's, it's technically it's a fantastic film story wise. It's just a sure. dung heap. Dumpster fire. Um, the Indians are bad. Oh wait, white people suck. Um, uh, <laughs> the Hurt Locker made what forty million dollars. Yeah, you know like it was that. something that that Black was Hawk a very Down small. Black, well, no, Black Hawk Down made a decent amount of money. I mean, it wasn't huge, right. but it still it, it made its money back. And I think that was a movie again. It's one of the ones that has a decent mass appeal that a lot of people went to see, but also a critical success. Sure. Even but now you're seeing something like La La Land making it making its money back. Well, the Martian was kind of if like you have that. Martian, yeah, Martian's a good point too. You have the Martian, which is probably top ten for last year that yeah. got nominated or the year it's before. The funniest movie in the world. <laughs> um, it's the funniest movie on Mars. King of the Squirrels. Uh, Arrival didn't do too bad. You yeah. can see that that kind of picture. Manchester by the Sea, I think, is hampered by the fact that it just looks really depressing. Yeah, like. Yeah, but even I mean, what was well, it? La La Land. Um, looks, what is? Um, I mean, La La Land's doing well. That's that yeah, was that's the first one I said. Yeah. La La Land's going to make its money back and then some. It's a movie that's beloved by a lot of people. And tonight's the Golden Globes, and it's been winning all everything. It's in that. L.A. It's about the film industry. Yeah. I remember you. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. If, if you make a film about making like films, the artist. yeah, <laughs> the artist exactly. The artist of film that made twenty million dollars. Uh, Hail Caesar last year. Ugh. Yeah, people, people that I know who were huge Coen Brothers fans hate that movie. They think that movie's a piece of crap. Um, what's the one I'm thinking? Oh, of? But you got to see you got to see the uh, the Channing Tatum uh, dance number in it. Gosh darn it! With the sailors, it's just it, that's why I can't be nominated for so best picture. No, no movie, no movie that has Channing Tatum in it can be a best picture. Not this true. He's going to be an Avatar too. He's going to take the Sam Worthington role. <laughs> God. What happened to that what? guy? <laughs> Sam Worthington. Where he is. He's he's living in a shack. Is no. that <laughs> Sam Worthington was in like every movie for like two like years straight. Why. Yeah, he was like, I hope he saved his money. And then uh, he was in Terminator Salvation, and that was it. No, he was in uh, Clash of the Titans too. Oh, that's right. Uh, that I was forgot. it. The actually the superior rap, rap film. Of the Titans. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a film that was better than the first one. Only for the fact that Rosamund Pike was in it. Well, then, yeah. Then you get. You know, I just thought of that. The, um, uh, uh, not the. Oh gosh, what was the one that Rosamund Pike was in? Uh, no, with Ben Affleck. Oh, Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Gone Girl was a huge movie, and wasn't wasn't that a? I don't. I don't think maybe that not. Was, no. Maybe she was it nominated. Up, not it for got best nominated. Picture, no, no, but, but, it got nominated. Was it nominated for best picture? I think she might have been nominated for best actress. I think so. I don't think it got best picture, but it no, had some I don't think. It, but it didn't win anything. It just got no. nominated. No, but it was, we're talking about nominations, nominations in terms of these right. films that are making. No, um, it did win adapted screenplay. Uh, adapted screenplay. Right. Keep going. I'll go. Um, I'll look it up. Um, but yeah, I, I mean. You may not see a film that's really obscure break. You may you see think- an obscure film break into it, but your your bulk is going to be. And again, it's in terms of distribution, it's hard yeah, to have a movie. She, uh, get, she no, got nominated, nominated for she best was, performance. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that? Because I, I know now that the uh, the screeners for the Academy are starting to go around. You know, 
uh, Rogue One has several nominations that they're trying well, to get. It's all technical. Trying stuff, to yeah. get. No, they, they, there's some others, but. Well, no, everything goes out as for everything. Right. It's like, here's your screener. Right. But re- yeah, Rogue One's oh. not going to be a Best Picture nominee. Even uh, though Star Wars was. You. Do, you think that, do you think that it could. Do you think that there's a chance that a Star Wars film anymore could ever be no. nominated for, Star, for nope. a Best Picture? Nope. The same with superhero films. Uh, Batman, they, they uh, the get, Dark Knight was. Those are again, yeah, Dark Knight. Dark Knight's an outlier. In there. As if I was, Dark Knight is one that transcends that genre because it hits. Some it's, people are saying that a, Deadpool a, could get a nomination. No, no, there's no way they're going to nominate Deadpool for Best Picture <laughs> in a year in which you have La La Land, Manchester by the Sea, The Arrival, a bunch of films earlier. I mean, it's not Fences. even close. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Moonlight, which just won. Jackie and yeah. Jack there's, there's Moonlight. There's I'm, so, I'm shocked they made a movie about Jack A. Jack A. Jack A. Jack A. When I was doing 227. Okay, so is there anything else you want to talk about about the uh, 2016 movies, the top 10s? That was, that was a hard segue. Yes. That was like a break into a wall. None of those movies are my top 10. <laughs> so. No, but except they're for grossing. Deadpool. Deadpool. No, I know. Rogue yeah, One didn't break your, 10, your top 10? I'd have to go through a top ten. I never created a top ten. I yeah, we didn't either. But you have you would have Deadpool in there. Would you have Deadpool in over Rogue, Rogue One? Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue. I think. I think I had Deadpool over Rogue Interesting. One. Interesting. Huh. I don't know if I saw enough films to make a top ten. I saw so less films than I saw the year before. I saw six. <laughs> you saw six films total. Pretty much. And you saw six on there, so those are the only six films you saw. Pretty much. No, I, I think there's like And the sad thing is, is you saw <laughs> two of the six are Donna Justice and Suicide Squad. Right. No, there's like a few that I've, I've probably watched on Netflix, but that's about it. <laughs> wow. So anyways, we're going to wrap things up. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're, we'll there you go. Yeah, there we go. Check us out on Facebook.com. You really got to record an ending and just put it in there. Leave it. And just say, hey. Talk to you next week. <laughs> Check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and we're on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next week. <sighs>